and welcome to the Hail Mary Fantasy Football Podcast. Oh, jeez, my ears. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. How did that happen? I don't know. (laughs) How did that come through the phone? Oh, my head. Adam, Uh, how did you do that? What the (laughs) hell just happened? (laughs) What just happened? I don't understand. Oh, magic. magic. Oh, man. Okay. So, I'm your host, Adam Sanders, and I'm here with Jordan Sanders and Ben Simpson, like always. Pleasure, boys. I'm still confused on how we heard the thing. How are we going to keep that? (laughs) You want to redo it? (laughs) Oh, my God. No, No, it's great. Yeah. It's fine. (laughs) My ears cannot Uh, take any more accidents. Yeah. Yeah, my mouth was good for once, so yeah. we're good. I didn't, I didn't yell too loud. I was not expecting that at all. Oh my god! Oh, man. So we got a great show for you guys. It's gonna be a complete mashup of what we've been doing, trying to compile everything into one episode, so you guys don't have to listen to two, I guess. So we got the news for you. I don't know if that's a good thing or not. We're gonna yeah, try sure. it out. We're definitely gonna try it out. <laughs> So we got the news. We have your starts and sits first and foremost because that's what we know you guys want. And then while we're doing that, Ben's going to give us the recap of last week. So remix is going to be an ex- experimental process, and we're glad you're joining us. And you are our guinea pig, so you are welcome. <laughs> and unfortunately. Unfortunately, if it goes poorly, it's all my fault. So. That is 100% true. Yes. Yeah, so I let's, want 100% of the credit, none of the blame. None of the blame. All, all right. right. Why don't you start us off, Ben, with our news? Who's injured? <laughs> that's, that's the news now. Who's hurt? Who's hurt? Well, there's well, also people who the... are unhurt now. Who is unhurt now? If you Jay want to take Ajayi. over. I mean, go ahead. Jay Ajayi. He wasn't really hurt. He was just kind of gone. Oh no, his knees were were gone. He has no yeah, knees. Yeah, but then he has no, the man has no knees. He doesn't. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's start with injuries. Uh, for the Atlanta Falcons, both Devontae Freeman and Austin Hooper are out um, for Sunday's game. I know, buddy. Oh, Dude. your entire team was riding on them. I can't. I, I peaked so hard doing that, but I can't believe. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. Continue. I'm sorry. It's okay. Really should have saved that one for lately. You should have snuck that one in the middle. You should have started with that one. Just, no. no, I wanted to get this over with because I knew it was coming. Okay. Kind of like Whatever. ripping off a Band-Aid. <laughs> yeah, I just wanted to let him simmer in it while I do the rest of the news. <laughs> well, my skin has no hair left, so very good job. You're welcome. For uh, Detroit Lions, Matt Stafford, he is officially out again with his hip injury. Um, moving on, we have Paris Campbell. I thought it was, a, thought it was and... a back injury. Didn't he have like, a fractured back again? Oh, yeah. Why does this say hip? I didn't even think about it. I just read right over it. I don't know. Yeah, he br- he busted his hip. I guess it's it says it's hip spreading. on the official injury report. It's spreading. <laughs> oh, no. Whatever it is, it's gotten much worse. Yeah, yeah he's still out. It doesn't matter. Yeah. Indianapolis Colts. Uh, Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton both are officially out for Sunday's game. I knew T.Y. would be, but Paris I did not know about. Yep. Well, 
I mean, they're going to suck either way because without T.Y., they tend not to play well. So, Yeah, pretty much how that goes. Yep. And then Adam Thielen officially out, uh, still messing with his hamstring. Um, Deontay Harris for the Saints is out. Don't really care. But Marshawn Lattimore, he is out for the Saints as well. Um, the Buccaneers are have definitely moved up a peg in my book. And sure. Have... <laughs> <laughs> what, they're already four and five, so what does it matter? <laughs> yeah, it is. I don't know. Whatever. All right, keep going. Yeah. Washington Redkin. Redkins. Redkins. You got me. Redkins. The Washington the Adkins diet. Yeah, the, the Washington Adkins diet. Uh, Chris Thompson and Vernon Davis both officially ruled out. Um, Chase Edmonds is out for the Cardinals. And uh, George Kittle and Matt Breida both got moved down to doubtful um, for their game against the 49ers. That's good for Tevin Coleman. Yeah, absolutely. And I believe that is it, other than the Eagles, which we went over. Oh, Alshon Jeffrey for the Eagles as well, officially out again. Run um, Darren Sproles out, probably retired. <laughs> the run back to the is. the last not the third to the last one. The third to the last one. Yes. I'm doing math. Which one was that? Just go in reverse of what you just said. Chase Edmonds? No, what? The last thing you I'm said confused. was Darren Sproles. So go up. Last thing I said was Darren Sproles. Now go up from there. Go up from Darren Sproles. Why am I doing math? Just tell me what you want. I don't remember. That's why I'm asking you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I said Darren Sproles. You got me out of order, man. Hold on. I said George Kittle and Matt Breida. No, because I said after the Tevin. We're both after, doubtful. After Tevin Coleman. After, after I talked about Tevin Coleman. You didn't talk about Tevin Coleman. Yes, I did. I said that's good for Tevin Coleman. That's Yeah, that's what's after it. Was Matt Breed and George Kittle. We're doubtful. Yeah, what's after that? Nothing. We're back to. No, because you ended with we're Darius back Sproles. to Philly. Okay, whatever. Uh, I don't remember. Never mind. Just forget it. I'm so confused. Darren Sproles out, probably retired. Alshon Jeffrey out officially. And Trey Burton out as well for the Bears, but who cares? And I believe that is it. Emmanuel Sanders also looks like he's not going to play. Oh, yeah. He's on the list as questionable. Um, but the main thing was those two guys moved down. To doubtful that I saw. Cool thing is, I knew he'd been Will Fuller might be back this week. So, uh, and you know, we all, everybody knows it already probably, but Nick Foles is back, and Jacoby Brissett is actually back this week too. So, yeah. Now I think that's it, though. Yeah. Is that all we? Did I miss anything? I don't think so. I think I I'm good. Think so either. you got me messed up, but I think I'm good. I don't know what happened. You started making up players and positions. Whatever. Let's just go into the next thing. Good idea. All right. Our next thing is the matchups, I guess. We're going to go for the first game for Sunday. We have the... I guess. You literally <laughs> said it earlier. <laughs> the matchups, I guess. This is such a surprise to me. The, yeah. Dallas we have no idea what we're doing. versus yeah. Detroit. That's right. The Cowboys versus the Lions. I hope the Lions put up a good game this week. 
That might not be biased. <laughs> they're going to lose. Oh, man. Look at yeah, this. Yeah, they're not going to Okay, I'm well. just saying this straight up. This is how evil the Cowboys are. Even the matchup predictors got him evil. They have him winning 66.6%. Oh, jeez. To the Detroit Lions, 33.1%. Don't uh, think... This is perfect for him. Don't think that's true, uh. but... If we ever actually make a t-shirt, it's going to be that 66.6 equals Jerry Jones. And it's going <laughs> to be Adam's Dallas shirt. Cowboys, yeah. Equals Dallas. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the oh, still matchup favorites. Over under is 47 with a 6.5 spread. What? It's actually lower than I expected. Well, you mean he meant to say the Cowboys are favored. By six point five points, um, would you say it was lower than you expected? Yeah, because well, I mean Jeff we're talking Dr- about Jeff Driscoll's playing <laughs> can't be that high. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm talking like negative fourteen. Like Cowboys winning by fourteen points. Oh, you're talking about the uh, the spread. I got you. Okay. Yeah, I thought you meant that over low. under. Ice. My bad. Oh no, the over under is perfect. Okay, <laughs> the over under is perfect. It's not that. Yeah, the over under is not that. Uh, over-under is really not that high. Um, this is a good matchup for the, the Cowboys. Uh, it's, a good, it's a good time for Ezekiel really to hit his stride um, going towards the later half of the season. Detroit is just giving up points to literally anybody who wants them. So, I mean, they're all there for the taking. Six against the six worst against the quarterbacks, second worst against the running backs. They're about 12th worst against the receivers. Not crazy low, but... Still low enough to you should be doing all right, um, especially Amari Cooper, the way he's been playing. Those toe – oh, my gosh, those toe drags. Oh, my gosh. Oh, those were amazing. Dude, I'm, I'm, that's another – Unbelievable. That's another guy like Mike Evans where I'm like, I think I could look like a pretty good quarterback out there. Yeah, exactly. Just throw it to him. I bet he could get it some type of way. Yeah. Uh, you can just throw yeah, it to I Mike Evans to... once and just retire so that way you don't throw five pick sixes like Jameis Winston does. Um, That's a good then, idea. Just give up. Yeah, just give up. All right, quit. <laughs> yeah, I'm one for one. Uh, that would be a great stat to see how well they, how many points do they give up off turn turnovers. So that means Jameis Winston should just throw a touchdown and quit. Yeah, exactly. And see if they just would bench win. him. I mean, like the a lot of time him. it takes for him to reset his his touchdown to interception ratio and to throw him back out there when the time like resets, throws another touchdown. Yeah, good idea. Take him back out. Um, yeah. I like this. This is a great idea. Yeah, we're on to something. So uh, you can start anyway. Michael Gallup's going to be a great, great matchup for this. The The Lions are scary. I don't trust them under Jeff Driscoll. And the thing is, with the Dallas, they're actually pretty good against the receivers. And the quarterbacks are 28th best of quarterbacks at 31st against the receivers. But uh, they're fourth worst against the tight ends. So I guess uh, this week I actually have... T.J. Hawkinson as a streamer. Um, he if if you're an Austin Hooper owner, he's one of those guys that you could go look and pick up. I know a lot of people aren't carrying two tight ends in their lineup, so he's he's not bad. And then we have as far as the, uh, as far as the receivers, it's a it's a hit or miss. I still I still I think I'd rather have Marvin Jones than I would. Yeah, Marvin Jones. He's coming off of. Six targets, five receptions, 77 yards. Problem is the quarterback. That's the only issue. He's still a great 
he's still a great fantasy candidate for me. Yeah. Um, it's just a matter of what can Jeff Driscoll do. But the good thing is, I expect the Cowboys to slaughter them. Yeah. That's why I'm thinking this is a very low. They'll be passing all game. Very low. Passing all game. Yeah. So, and another good thing. Uh, for Dallas last week, even though Ezekiel Elliott only had 47 yards, he had gotten back up to 20 carries, and Tavon Austin and Tony Pollard both had a carry apiece. So Ezekiel Elliott has gotten his workhorse position back um, that I think we definitely need. I'm guessing he was being rested because of, you know, the training camp thing and all that kind of coming back late and not rested but limited, you know what I mean? Like limited snaps Yeah, is my best guess for what happened, but – it looks like he's a full go. And then, obviously, Amari Cooper, 11 for 147 and a tutty. Randall Cobb, 6 for 106. Michael Gallup, 4 for 76. All of them had double-digit targets except for Randall Cobb. I'll take any of them. Yeah, me too. Uh, even Randall Cobb, I mean, he, he, in a in a, a deeper league, he's not a bad pickup as of lately. He's actually gotten a pretty good amount of targets lately. So, um, I, I wouldn't be too against playing him obviously he's not the, my first choice but like i said again deeper league and that's all i got for yeah. this one that's it that is it let's see here who we got next that's right the jacksonville jaguars versus the indianapolis colts the matchup predictors got oh hold on before i even get to this did you ben give up an update of last week's game of the cowboys Yes, sorry, I'm sorry. Just, I was, yes. I was As doing I was research. Going. I apologize. <laughs> I doubt that highly. But go ahead. Research. Uh, okay. He didn't do the lions though. Yeah, why didn't you do the lions? But who cares? <laughs> I literally talked about Jeff Driscoll. I gave Marvin Jones a little bit of love, but unfortunately, he has no one throwing to him. Yeah. Oh, by the way, just so you all know about the targets with Randall Cobb, he's actually had 16 targets in the past two games. So he actually went 8-8 eight and eight in the past two games. So he's actually getting a lot of targets right now. And so it's a good matchup for him in the Lions. Anyway, bye-bye. Keep all going. Right. So Jacksonville Jaguars versus the Indianapolis Colts. Matchup predictors got the Colts winning 56.6% to the Jacksonville Jaguars 43.1%. Over-under lines 43.5% uh, with three-point spread. Favorite towards Indianapolis Colts. The only thing I could say is, uh, I I mean I'm actually a fan of Gardner Minshew. I think he actually did pretty well while Nick Foles was out. But I'm I'm proud of my Texans for making him lose his job. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me, man. I'm so glad uh, Marcus Mariota lost his job due to the uh, Denver Broncos defense so, for once. It's so terrible. <laughs> But uh, they only have the Colts as a favorite right now because of Jacoby Brissett coming back. However, however, uh, there you can hear me here. <laughs> uh, what am I hearing? Nothing. You're good. Uh, okay. uh, just uh, Jacoby Brissett's coming back this week. I think that the this could be a very close game as as the match, matchup predictor has it because Nick Foles is back this week as well. But the problem for the Colts is I actually would give the the edge to the Jaguars because the Colts are gonna be missing, you know, all those key players they have. And I just don't I don't see it working out to uh, their benefit toward the end of the game. So 
Yeah, I agree. Uh, Jacksonville's coming off a bye last week. Um, obviously, that's why Nick Foles is getting the start. So it's kind of hard to look at anything previous to that because now you've got a different guy looking at the looking at the field, looking at what his favorites are going to be. Um, and the same thing goes for Indianapolis. The problem is there's no targets. Eric Ebron last week had 12 targets, um, and it didn't work. They lost to the freaking Dolphins. Yep. So I get no respect. Um, yeah, I I don't know if I agree, but I wouldn't like if the line was even by tomorrow, I wouldn't be surprised. Yeah, if you hear any weird noises, it's my daughter. So, oh sweet, yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, both of these defense defenses really don't give too many points up to any position. I mean, we have the Indianapolis Colts twentieth twentieth best against the quarterbacks, twenty sixth best against the running backs. 24th best against the receivers and 13th worst against the tight ends, but right in the middle of the pack there. And as far as the, the Jaguars, we got 16th best against the quarterbacks, 16th best against the running backs, 20th best against the receivers, and 12th worst against the tight ends. I don't know how to say 16 because that's literally right in the middle. We're literally right in the middle. So, I mean, this is this as far as the matchup. It's not completely disgusting, but at the end of the day, it's they're not they're not crazy at giving points up. I know we have Paris Campbell, T. Y. Hilton out in this game, and Zach Pascal. I know he was one of our starts last week, and he's pretty disappointing for the most part. Um, so yeah, I did start him, and he uh, he one hundred percent crapped the bed. It was real bad. Seven targets, two receptions, twenty six yards. Now that's without Jacoby Brissett, though. So with Jacoby, that is true. With, with Jacoby Brissett coming back, I do feel that he is more uh, capable of spreading the points around, and especially with being only one receiver there, I think he's gonna hog all those targets. Uh, I also think that Jack Doyle is gonna have a good game because uh, he's actually been pretty doing pretty well when Ty Hilton is out. He's had a couple touchdowns the past couple games, and. He's actually a start of the week for me, too, as well, as far as the tight end position. Um, so if you don't have, like I said, if you're an Austin Hooper owner and you and you don't have anywhere else to go, uh, I would go with Jack Doyle because they have been looking yeah, at him a good in, call. The, in the red zone. Yeah, I think he has a touchdown like 80% of the games, I think. Some, there's some weird stat like that where he's – over Eric Ebron has gotten the touchdowns. He hasn't gotten the receptions or the targets, but the touchdowns have gone his way. And I care more about that, honestly. Especially at this point of the year, and you're throwing away Austin Hooper right now that you've got to fill it with something. I don't yeah. blame you. We do have DJ Chark playing. D.D. Westbrook is back. Uh, did Marquise Lee. Did D.D. Westbrook play last week? No, they were on a bye. I mean, not last week, the week before. Pretty sure I don't remember. I don't. I th I can't remember if he was out or not. Anyway, um, if he was, I know he's questionable. He's back now. Chris Conley's playing, so they have the starters listed as DJ Chark, DD, uh, DJ Chark, DD Westbrook, Chris Conley, um, Leonard Fournette. You're obviously going to start. Um, and on the Indianapolis Colts side, I would still be okay with starting Zach Pascal with Jacoby Brissett coming back. I know he had a bad week, but eh, it's Ryan Hoyer. And I'd throw out. Uh, What's his name? The other guy. Uh, Doyle. Mack. Doyle. Oh, Jack Doyle. Yeah. Mar I mean, Mac, you're going to start. It's just the volume is always there. I just feel like you don't have to say that. 
Uh, same thing with, I guess I'm going to say that Leonard Fournette would say that about Mac, but the volume's going to be there. you got to start them. They're really the only running backs that are doing anything for their teams, um, so I think you kind of have to. All right. That's it. Moving on. That's it. Where are we going to? Where oh, are you going to take I guess yeah. I'll take you to the good I paid for the ride. I don't care how we get Miami, there. Florida. That's right. It's the Buffalo Bills versus Miami Dolphins. Match. Not what I was expecting, but match okay. Matchup predictors. Oh, you don't want to go to Miami? Just to watch no, the I'm Dolphins. Just to watch the Dolphins, though. You can't do. I like you to see a Dolphins game with. Else, but watch the Dolphins. It's magic. That's only twenty bucks. Hey, there you go. I, <laughs> it's only twenty dollars. Like concert ticket. Right that's there. way too much. Yeah, that's, you can probably get a busker for like five bucks off the street. Yeah, that's way too much. <laughs> twenty <laughs> bucks is way too much for the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so the much, matchup so predictors got the Bills winning sixty-four point nine percent, of course, to the Miami Dolphins thirty-four point eight percent. Over/unders forty, with a six point five point or six point five point spread towards the Bills. I'm sorry, that was a little weird for me. I didn't imagine the same point twice in a row. Why are you apologizing? Because I felt weird. I, I, say I feel, weird. <laughs> say weird stuff every week. I know you just like. <laughs> Should I apologize every time? I'm just joking. I'm not going to. But think the Miami Dolphins. Are going to do a little bit better than predictor matchups got there. I'm, I'm thinking they're going to keep their heat up. You have so much faith in the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> they win they, two games. Bro. They're on a win they streak. Are, I mean, they're sure. on they're on that fire, man. They're on we that fire, you, boy. <laughs> we told you Fitz was going to mess around and win something. Yeah. Uh, oh, <laughs> they're. I I don't know what to do. Um. Obviously, the the Bills are going to win this game. It's a great matchup for everyone in the Bills. Now, as far as Miami, uh, well, let, let, let's throw it back to throw it back to uh, uh, Ben for a second because I want you to go kind of go over their their week last week and um, their matchup and who they played in the stats real quick for the Bills. Yeah, well, the Bills first of all they played the Browns exactly um, and lost. Yep. Spectacularly. Yep. Browns are on a win not streak horribly, too. But not great. Well, and a losing streak all at the same time. Yep. It's pretty disappointing. They won and lost their team. <laughs> they lost everything. <laughs> what did it cost? Everything. <laughs> Was it worth it? <laughs> but I don't know. Maybe. Probably not. No, nah, definitely not. But <laughs> yeah. Pretty Josh bad. Allen last week. <laughs> Josh Allen last week versus the Browns, who do have a pretty good secondary, I might add, had no luck passing the ball. 22 for 266. Nope, but he no did it on the ground, boy, like I said. Exactly. Like I said. <laughs> six, six carries, 28 yards, and two touchdowns on the ground for him. Um, I'm going to take that dub, pretty too, because I, I literally said last week, I, said, I don't think he's going to do much in the air, especially with Greedy Williams, Denzel Ward everywhere, but I am pretty sure he's going to get stuff done on the ground, and he did. My, I've been holding my boy down, and he be holding me down. Yikes. I'll give you that one. I'll give you that one. Yikes. Uh, yeah. I, wait, Adam had a weird prediction last week, and I think it actually came true. Was that that Browns and Buffalo game? Or was it the Miami game? It was game? the Miami game where they won their first time. Yeah. Okay, that's not true. But okay. Second time. okay. Go. I think it was the second there time. There you go. 
Yeah, I don't think you called the first one, but I I'll give you this I, one I, against yeah, the Colts. I called, I called the first one and the second one, dude. I'm calling the third one. Uh, I think he, I think he did because we had a, he had he's had two weird matchup predictions, and they've both come to fruition in his favor. So, so you're saying Adams a curse? <laughs> I'm not saying he's a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> it sounds like a curse. Uh, anyway, sorry. Continue, continue, Ben. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> sorry, that was too good. I'm proud of myself. All right, for for Buffalo's receiving, even though they didn't get any touchdowns, obviously, but John Brown, eleven targets, five for seventy-seven. Cole Beasley, six for four for seventy-four, and then Dawson Knox, six for four fifty-five, and then that's it. I think I believe Robert Foster didn't he catch a pass last week? Because I think it was his first pass. Of the season, yeah, he did. He caught one for twenty. Yeah, she's on one target. He's back now. Um, not crazy about him. I don't. I like like we said earlier, Josh Allen. He's they win with him. I guess you could say that. It's just he's not getting a lot done through the air. He can definitely do it in this game. Um, so I'd have a little bit more faith in the receivers. But as far as the receivers go, I like John Brown for sure, and I do like Cole Beasley. I do not like Frank Gore. I think they're going to start that transition where Devin Singletary is going to start taking over. Um, and I don't know how I feel about Singletary either unless you're in a PPR league. That's what I was going to say, especially for us in our PPR. He had six targets last week, only connected for three of them for eight yards. But still, six targets from running back. I mean, I don't I don't know where else you're looking to get those kind of numbers for us. you know. Yeah, and then what were the stats for Kalen Balazs last week for the Dolphins? So Kalen Belange, he had is it Belange? No, Belange. There's no end. Yes, yeah, Belange. I tried to get I tried to get fancier with it. I apologize. Is it Belange? Is it Belange? Belange. Kalen Belange. Sorry. Kalen <laughs> Belange. Just can't even. He only understand. had 43 yards. <laughs> he only had 43 yards on the ground, but he did have 20 carries. And then uh, through the air, he had four targets, four receptions, only two yards. Man, the Dolphins still suck, but they won. I can't. I can't say yeah, they didn't win. Um, the reason why is uh, I'm not talking about their wins, but they're, they're, I'm asking about Balon Blanche because there you go. The Bills have been giving up a lot of points to the running backs as of late, so he may be an okay start if you don't have very many options. I'd be okay with flexing him. Um, just because the Bill, I mean, pretty much Nick Chubb destroyed. Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt were all over the Bills last week and were able. Yeah, they did. They literally just walked through that. So, um, I, I'm cool with it. I'm cool with. I'm cool with Kalen Belong. Yeah. Kalen Belong in this matchup. But other than that, I I'm agree. not a very big fan of him, and I'm going to move forward. That's it. That's cool. it. All right. Let me take you to the good old land of Minnesota. That's right. The Denver Broncos are huh? playing against the Minnesota Vikings. <laughs> it goes, I'm going to take you to the good old land of Minnesota. That's right. The Broncos. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. The Broncos. Uh, I'm just going to take a wild <laughs> so guess and say that's probably going to snow. Just wild guess out there. No, the Vikings is covered, so it's not a big deal. Oh, is it? Is it covered? Is it in? Is it in Minnesota, in Minnesota or Denver? Yeah, it's, then, yeah it's they have Minnesota, a cover. The USA, 
The U.S. Bank Stadium no, is covered. It's pretty big. You remember when their stadium used to collapse all the time? I'm guessing from snow. <laughs> yep, yeah, every I'm, time it snowed. I'm guessing snow. yeah. it was from the snow. <laughs> they yeah, got tired time, of that. <laughs> yeah, they were like, Maybe they just our up, like, roof shouldn't tents. be a balloon anymore. <laughs> <laughs> they were putting up like circus yeah. tents every time it snowed. Like, like a giant no inflatable crap, it like, didn't fit. blow-up mattress covering the top of their field. And it's just like, why does this keep falling down? <laughs> it's just, gee, I wonder. This is a blow mattress. They leak. <laughs> yeah. All right. Yeah. Well, the predictor skills got this to be a blowout game. That's right. Awesome. Your Broncos are losing, Ben. Vikings winning 79.2% to the Broncos, 20.6%. Over under line is 40, so not a very high-scoring game. With a ten point spread in the Vikings' favor, I don't think it's a high scoring game because I don't think the Broncos are going to be scoring against the Probably Vikings. Probably not. So it's going to be it's going to be a, a one way street. I just cool with Philip Lindsay and Cortland Sutton, and that's pretty much all I'm taking from the Broncos. Just because the Broncos have had. A very nice defense all year. I mean, I'm sorry, the Minnesota Vikings. I don't know why I said the Broncos. Very nice defense all year, but they have been giving up a little bit to the receiver. So uh, they're eighth worst against receivers right now, giving up points. So Cortland Sutton has actually been a pretty nice asset all year, and I'd be okay with rolling him out here on this week. Um, and then Philip Lindsay, because any given time, Philip Lindsay can go off for 102 touchdowns. So, um that's very true. I'm just really waiting for that time to come. It really hasn't come <laughs> this year, but I think that Philip Lindsay uh, will eventually do it, and I want to start him when he does. So um, yeah, he's had some. On to him. Oh, I I traded him. So <laughs> oh, that's right. You finally did. I traded him for DJ Chark. I'm not. I'm still not super excited about it, but I was in desperate receiver need. You're mad about getting DJ Chark? Um. Yes. I'll take him. I'll take him off uh, your hands. I'm not mad about getting rid of DJ Chark. I just I have so much faith in Philip Lindsay and his abilities and I I just feel like DJ Chark could be a temporary thing. You know what I'm saying? But um anyway, as far as the Denver uh, as far as the Minnesota Vikings, Dalvin Cook obviously a great start. Uh I don't think Adam th- are we do we have an update on Adam Thielen? He's still out, right? He he is officially okay, out. Okay, cool. Yes. Uh, that's what I was waiting for. Bissy Johnson, Josh Doxson is actually getting a start as a third receiver in this game, and then we have Kyle Rudolph. Oh, you were a million percent right. I got to give you props on this one. What the dude? Four receptions for only fourteen yards, but all red zone. The dude had two touchdowns, I think, in the first quarter. You know what, Kyle Rudolph? Yeah, man. I had a, he was my start of the week last week, boy. Yeah, he was. Hey, it was a good pick. I got to give it to you. You, you look at me. Because I was watching. Yeah, I was not I expecting that. I was like watching game. the game, and I was like, okay, what? <laughs> it's like I was watching the first <laughs> quarter. I was like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. How did he do it? It was a good matchup. Um, and where do we leave off? Uh, oh, yeah, the Broncos. Sorry, sorry, sorry. So the Broncos defense uh, right now is giving up their 30th best against the quarterbacks. Not a great game for Kirk Cousins. Don't stream him this week. Running backs the 20th best, 25th best against receiver, and 26th best against the tight end. So not a great game for Kyle Rudolph. Uh, 
they don't really give a lot of the Denver Broncos have had a really stacked defense since Bradley Chubb has gone out. We've said this a lot. Um, they're hard to run against and they're hard to pass against. So it's not a great matchup all around. Obviously, you're still going to start Dalvin Cook, and if you have Stephon Diggs, you're going to start him too. Kyle Rudolph had a great matchup last week, but this week is a, is a no go for me. Yeah, well, I mean, he was all he was all touchdown points. He got you other than the touchdowns. He got you fi- uh, five point four points. And what was Irv Smith? He was uh, five for thirty four on six targets. Yeah, he actually didn't have that bad of a game either in a PPR league. I mean, he's got good target share, same as Stephon Diggs. They both went six and six, and then Kyle Rudolph five, Dalvin Cook seven. So, I mean, not a bad matchup. Da- Dallas has a pretty good secondary, so I kind of expected this kind of thing. But yeah, I, I and it was a close game all around. So. I do worry about Stephon Diggs a little bit, just because. And you can hear my daughter again. Uh, Stephon Diggs a little bit, just because this could get out to a lead with the Vikings and. The Broncos aren't scoring against the Vikings. I just don't see a game ending up like that. So I, the Vikings are going to be running the ball a lot. I think there's going to be the game script, and Dalvin Cook's going to have a great game. I still like the potential of Stephon, Stephon Diggs, but definitely could see how it could go bad for him. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So anyway. All let's right, continue. let's move on to New Orleans Saints. Unless Ben has any stats. Oh, do you want to throw us out some Saints? Or <laughs> some Saints, some stats? <laughs> <laughs> I'm guessing we're on the Saints game. To, yeah, like I was like, <laughs> yeah, are we throwing out some Saints? Is that what's happening? <laughs> no, I pretty much had it. I mean, the Broncos are coming off the bye week. I don't really think it's going to matter. Um, I think they're all just as bad as before. So, yay. Okay. Cool. You get to watch a bad game. You're just upset. Cool. Not yeah. not hiding it. I don't I'm know why you had to it. Like <laughs> it's pretty obvious how pissed yeah. I am. Yeah, was I hiding that? Hit him I'm with sorry. your helmet. <laughs> I will. I'm gonna get a helmet for us. <laughs> and just, just smack I'm gonna get a helmet just it. to hit you with it. Yeah. Let's get one of those inflatable ones and anytime he does something ridiculous, we just slap him upside the head with it. Yeah. Well we'd we'd pop it pretty quick. All right. Yeah, probably. All right. Can you guess who I was talking about the next lock. matchup? That's right. It's the New Orleans Saints uh, versus Tampa Bay no, Buccaneers. Uh, yeah, I didn't give okay. you a chance to answer. How is it going to guess? You I know. Didn't I, didn't, give, I didn't, didn't let you guess because I freaking said it already, dude. I was going to guess the Buccaneers. <laughs> Goodness. All right. Well, match predictors got them. Saints winning 57% <laughs> to the Buccaneers, 42.6%. <laughs> oh, man. So, I actually... Personally, I think the Saints are going to run away with this game. That's just personal. I don't know. I think so. I think a lot of people said that last week, too. Yeah, and it was it was not pretty. 26-9 uh, against the 1-7 Falcons. Yeah, and oh, this is a boy, back-to-back think, divisional game, I think that too. was their so. I think that was their hiccup game. I think they're going to they're going to recuperate. And bring it back. I don't know. This is just my gut feeling. Probably going to be wrong. But usually I've been pretty correct. So you think the Saints are going to... Usually I've been pretty correct. He's like, guess two games and thinks he's like... (laughs) I'm a guru. (laughs) Anyways, over under lines, 49.5. Guess. uh, 5.5 point spread. Favorite in 
Dude, I can't. I still can't remember that you slipped that. You tried to slip that in like we wouldn't notice it. Whatever. All right, keep going. <laughs> Towards the New Orleans Saints. <laughs> oh, that's amazing. Um, yeah, I would slam the over first of all. I'm slamming that over. This could this could be another L.A. Tampa Bay situation. Yeah, Tampa Bay. I mean, they can they can score with the best of them. They can also throw picks with the worst of them, but. Exactly. Uh, they definitely can score the best of them. Uh, I, I don't I don't rule them out of any game, especially with all the weapons they have. I mean, Ronald Jones has really he's been he's become the guy there. They had split carries last week, which is really weird to me, but it was because of the they were they didn't have to run Ronald Jones. I don't know, it's just the way the game went, the game script. I think Ronald Jones is gonna be the guy. Um the team has talked about it. Now Drew Brees didn't look amazing last week. A uh, little rough on the edges. The I'd still wait on starting Drew Brees. Um, if you haven't, if you have Drew Brees right now, you've been doing, I guess, okay without him. You've had to find some other way to play someone to get around that. Uh, the reason why is just because the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Well, actually, I'm sorry. They gave a lot of points. I was looking at the wrong thing. My bad. Tampa Bay Buccaneers, you I'm, you can start up Drew Brees. I'm sorry. You start up Drew Brees. They're second worst against the quarterback and first worst against the receivers. The, the, they are literally the worst against receivers, and they are literally the worst against the tight ends. And so I'd actually have Jared Cook as a streamer in this week's game. Um, but – Unfortunately, they're hard to run against, but I'm, I'm throwing throwing Alvin Kamara out there anyway, so I don't really care. Yeah, the dude had ten targets last week. It doesn't matter if they stop the run; yeah. he'll still get involved. Exactly. Um, yeah. I would temper ep- expectations with uh, Latavius Murray in this game, though. Um, and but uh, as far as everything else, the matchup is great for the New Orleans and their pass game. Um, I would stream everyone. And obviously, you have the starters in there, like Michael Thomas and everything. But uh, what was it? Jared Cook's a good streamer for me this week. And as far as the as far as the uh, Buccaneers go, the Saints are thirtieth best against the run. So I don't. Ronald Jones has been the guy and everything, which I just said that, and he should be the guy from now on. I still would look somewhere else this week as far as a running back. They don't. It's hard to run against the, the Saints. Uh, they're also 13th worst against the quarterbacks and 10th worst against receivers. So it's going to be a good. I I would stream. I'd be all right with uh, starting out uh, Jameis Winston, even though he throws five picks. He still seems to score. Oh, I don't man, know where he, his points. I don't know on. either. Just, he just gets points. Dude, they're so confusing. It's so confusing. Because you can have, like, Josh Allen throw no picks, pass for 200 yards, and score two chests on the ground, and he'll have the same they'll have the same amount of points. Yeah. You'll have 20, Jameis Winston throw, like, four picks and, like, two touchdowns. And you're like, oh, they, they tied. How? Okay. Let me okay, – my brain hurts. So, <laughs> I, yeah. I don't understand it somehow. I think – I just – I think it's rigged a little Honestly, bit. Honestly, I'm probably going to nominate him for – MVP quarterback of the year for fantasy, just for that exact reason. You are stupid. No, I mean, okay. every there are plenty of people that are way better, but he throws picks and still gets twenty points. Like, 
you can't beat he that. Those picks, he shouldn't be. Literally, what you're saying shouldn't be an MVP quarterback of the season. I know, but to me, he's my most valuable player because you picked him off the waiver wire, what, week four? And he's still, he's getting you good points. He's still getting you really good points, and he's been consistent, I think, except for like week one and week nine. He's giving you trash. That was it. Really? If he gets that freaking take right, I'm going to lose my mind. (laughs) If he gets the what? If he gets that take right, if that's the one, he's going to hang his hat on that one, and he's going to win with that one. I don't even... I'm going to lose my ever-loving Yeah, but he... uh... I don't really know what he's saying. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. He seems super wrong, but... It's like... Yeah. You, you, it sounds right what you say, but you said it, so I don't. I think. Yeah, I, I got nothing. Yeah. For um, I don't really know what the take was ending. Like, are you. Do you love Jameis Winston? I don't understand. Oh, yeah, I do love Jameis Winston. That's what I'm saying is he'll throw like 17 ooh, picks ooh. and he'll still get you 20 points. <laughs> he got him. I got him. <laughs> ooh. Love you, Jameis. <laughs> I love you, Jamie. If you're listening to this, love man. You, Jamie. Hey, you want to go split uh, some crab legs together? Oh, you know idea. I'll die. That was that was super upsetting. Uh, uh, it wasn't even like I didn't even like it wasn't even uh, a shot at you. It yeah, uh-huh. fact, it was just sure laughing. wasn't. Uh, yeah, it wasn't. <laughs> uh-huh. Jameis Winston stole crab legs in college and got in trouble for it, so that's why I thought it was hilarious. Um, it is pretty. If he funny. sold them to me. I would have died. Oh my God! Where are we even? Where okay. is this going? So yeah, where are just start we? Mike Evans and Chris Godwin. Let's go. <laughs> uh, hold on, hold on. I think you should really look at Ronald Jones as well. He had 11 carries for 29 yards. He did split it with Barber, but I think he's going to take over. But he also had eight receptions on eight targets, 77 yards. I think he's a solid flex option for the week. I would agree with you. I'm going to disagree with you. The Saints are 30th best against the run game, so I'm going to I'm going to chill on Ronald Jones. I don't think you've been he hasn't really been a guy for you anyway, so I'm not I'm not saying like you didn't draft Ronald Jones the third round back. He's my starter all year, so I don't I I'd find a better option. That's what I'm saying. But if that's your thing, that's your thing. You go with it, Ben. You ride I that. I happily will. All right, cool. Let's get out. All right, we're moving on to another beautiful game. The New York Jets versus the Washington Redskins. Oh, man. What a garbage fest this is going to be. This is going to be awesome. Jets losing 42.4% to the Washington Redskins. 57.2% on the matchup predictor scale. Over-under is really low. 38.5. With a 2.5... Point spread towards the Washington Redskins. I'm still not going to get over saying point twice like that. It messes me up every time. Yeah, I just this game. It's a great. It's great for everyone. The problem is, and I, and I, I don't know. I it's not really a problem, but what I really want to happen that I feel like it's not going to happen, and maybe this is just wishful thinking because I'm a, I'm a McLaurin owner, is that. McLaurin and Haskins set up their chemistry in this game like they did back in the Ohio State games, and they just go off, and it just sets. It's just it's just good for the. It's consistent, and it's good for the rest of the season. 
Don't know if that would happen, but I want it to happen, and that's why I am starting McLaurin this week for sure. He's a great he's a great matchup against the Jets. As far as the Jets go, you can start Le'Veon Bell. Um, the person I really want from this team is Jamison Crowder. Man, he has really stepped up these past couple weeks, couple th- three weeks. So yeah, last week in a pretty bad game for the Jets. I mean, they did end up winning, but offensively there wasn't a whole lot going on. He did have a six for five for 81 yards and a touchdown. Um, it was the only Sam Darnold touchdown he threw. He did run for one as well, but I think Jamison Crowder is the guy. Demarius Thomas, he he had the most targets, nine for six. He's another one of those four, guys has really been. He's he's uh, he's looking pretty good on that team too. They 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 trust him. Yeah, I agree, and it's good to. I mean, it's a young team, so I think the veteran presence. Would you be okay flexing a deep? Demarius Thomas? Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. I think in this especially because here's the thing with this game. It's either going to really suck or it's going to be really fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, like, it's either it's either going to be, like, like the New York Giants. It's going to be a Jets, shootout or it's going to – no one's going to do anything. Yeah, we're either we're either talking 9-0 to zero, like uh, San Francisco or we're looking 34-27 Jets and Giants last week, so – Yep. Um, I will say the only guy I think has really dropped off the map is Robbie Anderson. Three targets, yeah, one know. reception, he's, eleven yards. Yeah, he's not. He's it's real disappointing. He is not. He's literally. You can't. There's no matchup for him. Like he just. I don't say matchup proof, but it's like a good thing. But it's like the bad matchup proof. Like there's he literally matchup proof to why you no matter what matchup you can't start him. Um, the matchup always does better. Now. Uh, Adrian Peterson's a good start in this game. He, uh, Chris Thompson's out. The Jets are bad on defense. Both of these, both of these teams are terrible on defense. So, uh, it's a good game. It's a good game. Should be a lot of points scored. Sam Darnold hasn't looked that great all year. I wouldn't start Sam Darnold. I guess you can't. I guess you'd be all right. Be all right with you streaming him if you don't have a better option. Please do not start Haskins though, and that's it. Yeah, I agree, hundred percent. Haskins, I believe, is the starter for the rest of the season, so yes. this is going to set the precedent for what's going to happen on this team rest of the season. So I hope it's good. Yeah, this this is potentially Terry McLaurin's last good game. Oh, jeez, don't say that, please. Last good game, okay. please, but I don't did. say that. All right, we're moving on good to good Carolina. <laughs> it's the Atlanta Falcons You're versus dead. Carolina Panthers. Matchup predictors got this pretty dead set even just about. Panthers are winning 50.5% to the Falcons, 49.1%. Over-under line is 49.5 with a 4.5-point spread in favor of the Carolina Panthers. I would not be surprised you know, if this is funny. a tie. Jeez, no, please don't. No freaking yes. way you're calling a tie. Yes, hoping... let's bet. I want to bet no. you that it's not of a tie. Of course I'm not going to bet it's a tie. There's only point 0.4% chance yeah. it's going to be a tie. You sounded so sure. I always sound so sure about everything. He did have a lot I of confidence. I have a bunch of confidence all the time. <laughs> I have a bunch of confidence. <laughs> anyway. Um, Yikes. You know what's weird about the Falcons is that literally just as easy as there's their their records two and seven their record could be seven and two it's just so weird to me um they've been in almost every game they've played i think around except for two uh where they kind of 
got blown out. But like they they put it on the um, the Saints, you know, last week. It was a good game for them. Uh, how did Calvin Ridley do last week? Calvin Ridley, uh, five for three for twenty-eight. I started him. I was sad. Yeah, uh, but that, this that was, was a game where they the got ahead, me, and I am sorry. Yeah, but there was just really no passing going on. I mean, Matt Ryan, twenty for thirty-five, one hundred eighty-two, two touchdowns and an interception. I mean, they just they got up early, and then they just coasted off Devontae Freeman for ten for thirty-eight, and then when he went out, Brian Hill, twenty for sixty-one coming in so they just kind of coasted i mean julio jones only had nine targets look brian hill is a great start in this game and this matchup i agree uh carolina panthers are the third worst at giving points up to the running back i actually picked up brian uh brian hill sorry i ruined the waiver wire pickup but i will be starting him this week in this matchup it's a great matchup the panthers are terrible against the run and obviously start the julio jones the Julian Jones train, um, and you know Devontae Freeman, we know is not going to be playing, so I just I don't know. It sucks because Austin Hooper's done. Yeah, he's down, buddy. I'm so sorry. Yeah, I don't even know if he'll play again. Uh, Carolina side, we have Christian McCaffrey. Um, I guess the Falcons, their defense is so bad. He probably could start anybody. I actually be, I like uh, Greg Olson in this week's matchup too as well. So, um, a lot of good tight end matchups this week. Um, as I've gone through all my stuff, all my, all my notes and everything, looking through everything, there is a lot of great. Ma- uh, so any week for Austin Hooper to go down, this would be the week. You know, he did us a favor, um, and obviously McCaffrey, you're gonna start now. Curtis Samuel, he's been doing okay. Yeah, he's been on the up and up. He's had eight targets, four receptions for 35 yards and a touchdown last week. So, Yeah, um, as of late, I mean, he's he hasn't been bad. Uh, the last three weeks, 11 targets, six targets, eight targets. I'm cool with him. As a wide as a wide receiver three flex position, I'm I'm cool with starting Curtis Samuel, especially in this matchup. Yeah. So, um, I start up DJ Moore and Curtis Samuel, and and if we're we're throwing away our uh, our waiver wire segment, he's who I picked up this week. I uh, I don't know if I'm going to start him this week. I, it's not a bad matchup for him. I just don't. I really want another week to make sure that it's not all baloney. But and see, but, but Ben, the Falcons are seventh worst against a receiver. Ben, why would you not do that? Is it because you're an idiot? They... Yeah, pretty much. That's what I figured. No, because when they played the Saints last week, Michael Thomas obviously went off. Jerry Cook went off. Alvin Kamara had a good day. Everybody else was garbage, just covered up the whole time. So now they don't have a whole lot else. New Orleans does at uh, wide receiver, but yeah, I mean, you're I mean, they're they're much... letting one guy go and locking it down. So uh, I'm I'm cool know. with I'm. Curtis Samuel has been doing this for three weeks now. I'm, I'm all right with him. All right. All right. Move on. All right. You know we're moving on to. That's right. The Baltimore no, Ravens. They are playing against. Why do you say we're moving on and then you know where we're going? I'm like, no, I don't. That's right. <laughs> Every time. You know where we're going. Because I, no, I, I anticipated I you answering me, but. Whatever. Whatever. This isn't Dora, bro. We don't call and response. Yeah. Swipe or no swiping. 
Can you God. say Lamar Jackson? <laughs> Don't do it. In Don't Spanish? Do it. Lamar Jackson! <laughs> Don't do it. Lamar Jackson, Dora! <laughs> Don't do it. That's great. <laughs> Fantastic. We're having a picnic with Lamar Jackson. All right, anyways, Houston Texans <laughs> versus the Baltimore Ravens. <laughs> Oh, man, I don't like this predictor scale at all. It's actually not terrible. Uh, Baltimore Ravens predicted to win 54.6% to the Houston Texans, 45.1%. Very high-scoring game. Over-under is 52 with a 4.5-point spread towards the Baltimore Ravens. Um, The Texans... Not that great on defense. They actually played a very good game last week. Still don't give them very week many before. points. Uh, sorry, two weeks ago. Well, they had a bye last week. They still don't give a lot of points up to the running backs or the tight ends. They're 27th best against tight ends, 24th against the running backs. They are ninth best against quarterbacks and fourth best against receivers. Now, talk about Lamar Jackson going crazy last week. Uh, why don't you give us a rundown on that, big big boy? Yeah, 15 for 17, 223 yards, three touchdowns, a perfect passer rating again, seven carries, 65 yards, and a touchdown. And they benched him, put Robert Griffin in. He put sunglasses on on the sideline. He has taken Deshaun Watson's place as my favorite quarterback in the NFL. You're crazy. Dude, to sit down on the bench, throw on some Oakleys in front of the home crowd and just sit there, like, that's amazing. Here's why. Okay, now I am a Texans fan. Obviously, we know this, but the the in Lamar Jackson, very talented. Don't get me wrong. Deshaun Watson is a very be- is a way better passer than him. May not have the electric running, but the way that Deshaun Watson can just like escape tackles and just like he's just a he's a wizard, bro. I've never seen anybody do the stuff he does. Oh no no no! I'm not saying. He's better. I'm saying he has become my favorite. Oh, okay. Due to the due to the Oakleys. <laughs> don't don't get <laughs> well, shallow. Um, don't, hey, Deshaun Watson only got in because he got kicked in the face and threw a touchdown. Yeah, he went blind and threw a touchdown. I mean, what else do you want? He did think he lost it. <laughs> it's true. Well, throw on some sunglasses next time and we'll talk. All right. Well, fair. So. Don't get me wrong. Yes, he's very, very electric, very exciting to watch. Lamar Jackson, obviously, this is this is a battle of the of the MVPs. Um, honestly, I think these are the two, these are going to be the two front runners this year for MVP. Uh, no, I'm sorry, Russell Wilson is the front runner. Yeah, I would have, say there's a three way tie yeah. right now. Uh, no, I would have Russell Wilson ahead of both of them, and then them right in second place. Now. I know the matchup predictor has the Ravens winning, but this game could go either way. I mean, it, I could see it getting re- – actually, it can go either way as far as it could get very ugly. It could be very competitive. I think either team could win this game. However, the ugly side, I would lean toward the Ravens just because they have the better defense, and the Texans, they don't have a better – they don't have that great of a defense. They did play well two weeks ago, but they have so many injuries. We do have Will Fuller yeah. coming back this week, so it will help them. It will help them out. Uh, Marcus Peters has been playing good for the for the Ravens, but um, I think with that dual threat, it's going to be a good. It's going to be a good matchup for them. Um, 
but I would watch out for Will Fuller though. It he he hasn't been listed as out yet. He's supposed to be coming back this week, but we know how Will Fuller is. He could tease you and sit out this week at the last second. So just make sure. Yeah, he does it frequently. Yeah, just just make sure yeah. you uh, keep an eye out on him. Um, other than that, obviously, uh, I'm going to start DeAndre Hopkins, Deshaun Watson. Uh, now, the question I have for you, Ben, is do you oh. want to start Hyde? Carlos Hyde? Yeah. They have the fourth no. best rushing attack, and they're averaging five yards a carry. Both of them. What is, uh, what is Baltimore's defense against the run? They're 18th best. They're so about middle. Yeah. I think we have another, it, like Buffalo. I think we kind of have that starting to go on where it's sort of the pass of the torch um, on to not Damian Williams. Hold on. I'll get there. No, Duke Johnson. Good try. Damn it. I knew it started with a D. It was close. But like I said, Carlos Hyde passing it on to Duke Johnson. Duke Johnson's got the PPR upside, obviously. So, um, I, I I don't think I can justify starting him this week. Okay. That's kind of what I was getting toward that uh, too anyway. So um, as far as the Baltimore, uh, temper my expectations against Mark, with Mark Ingram. I wouldn't start any of the receivers. Marquise Brown is barely coming back. I don't trust Miles Boykin and Willie Sneed. Um, I do trust Mark Andrews, so throw him out there. The problem is the Texans are good against the tight end, so. Kind of have to take what you get, but um, yeah, that's it. That's it from this game. No, I don't really have any deep sleepers in this game. I think it's going to be a great game. I'm actually very excited to watch it. Obviously, I want the Texans to win, but still going to be fun to watch Lamar Jackson. Uh, I think the only edge that the Texans have is they have a very fast uh, linebacker linebacker core, um, and I think that's going to give them the edge over certain other certain teams that haven't been able to contain Lamar Jackson, but at the end of the day, you can you can only slow the dude down. You can't stop him, so we'll see what happens. Yeah. Well, I actually I think that that helps uh, Marquise Brown quite a lot because I think that will shut down Mark Andrews. I mean, he's been the big guy in the middle for a while. They've got a quick core down there, but the – I mean, I made a unconscious decision during the injury report to just leave out all of the Texan cornerbacks because they're pretty much all questionable. Yep. I think maybe one of them came off the injury report, but I couldn't tell you who because I don't know any of them. You don't know any of them? <laughs> At this point, I really don't. There's been a revolving well, door all of for them, so long. All of them, Bradley Roby, Deshaun Gibson, um, they've been lifted to questionable, so they may get a couple of them back. Uh, Laramie Tunsil is questionable this week as far as the offensive line, and I do believe they're getting back Titus Howard this week too. So, um they are getting their team back, so this game could be a little better than what, what people expected to be. I know it's only a four-point spread, but I think a lot of people kind of have written off the Texans because of how electric the Baltimore has been. But let's not forget, Baltimore did lose to the Browns. So <laughs> That's very true. That's I gotta give and you the that. Texans did lose to the Colts. <laughs> and they lost to the Dolphins. So Yeah, ooh, man, yeah, not a this good year's been, we'll This year's just been all over the place, hasn't it? Really it's because I'm predicting yeah. stuff. It's, it's been crazy. It's uh, the year of the tanking, backup quarterback, helmet hitting. Insanity? Insanity, I guess? yeah. Chaos filled. 
in NFL. Yeah. Okay. I agree. Cool. All right. All right. Next. next. Can you guess? I bet you can't. No, no. we can't guess. We don't, and we can't, us. and we won't. There's so many games. Just guess. There's not that many left. The Raiders the versus Arizona the Chargers. Arizona Cardinals against San Francisco. There you go. You guessed it right. It's the Arizona Cardinals versus San Francisco 49ers. Can you guess who wins? Because the 49ers are predicted to win 85.3% to the Cardinals 14.6%. Don't start anyone for the Cardinals. You know what? You know what I realized, Jordan? It's, it's is bad. I know what I predicted right, and that was San Francisco getting their first loss, losing their uh, losing their streak. That's that's the other game I predicted right. I don't remember you saying that. Okay. Whatever. I actually think he did. I think we Play agreed back. on that. All right. The over-under line is 45. <laughs> Run it back. <laughs> with a 10-point spread towards San Francisco. Yeah, like Jordan said, I don't think you should play anybody from the Cardinals at all. Well, I mean, like uh, I know a lot of people are high on Christian Kirk, but he had a really good matchup last week. I mean, there's only the only thing he could do was play very well. Um, they got Kenyon Drake, David Johnson. David Johnson's playing. I don't think he's healthy. I, I, to be honest with you, because he he is running so scared. Like I was watching, I was watching some of the highlight film last week and just kind of replaying. Um, him running the ball, and he's just he doesn't hit the holes like he used to. I and I don't think it's not that he can't. I just think that he's. I think there's something hurt on his body that he he doesn't want to get hit that hard. Um, but other than that, I mean, no. I mean, I, I they played this team two weeks ago, and they all did terrible. Uh, I do believe Kenyon Drake actually had a pretty good week against them, um, but that was with David Johnson not playing the whole game. So. I would temper my expectations. I I'm not starting Christian Kirk this week. He they played two weeks ago and he had like three points. I'm good on that. Um, San Francisco's defense is literally like right there with how with the points that, that they give up to any position with the Patriots, where they're like the best in the league and everything. I just I can't justify. I can't take that risk. But on the other hand, um, Tevin Coleman's gonna have a great game. Uh, George Kittle is not. He, he is ruled out. Correct. Yes, George Kittle is out, so is Matt Breida. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is questionable. So if Emmanuel Sanders plays, it's going to be a great start for him. The problem is it's his ribs, and ribs are always a sketchy. I'm injury. just saying he was, he had some points for the predictor in my fantasy lineup, and he has zero points now in my fantasy lineup. So, so Okay, so he might have been moved down that we just can't see on our end. Um yeah, they may they may predict they may kind of like Austin Hooper. They was questionable for a while, and he had zero points. They they kind of figured he wasn't gonna play, um, but I I don't see anything about him practicing or anything. He like that, he did so. very oh, you know what he, he did, did very not limited participate. practice by himself. Yeah, he did not participate in a full practice. He was on the field with them, but he did not participate. And George Kittle and Matt Breida are both doubtful. I imagine they're out. I think that's just trying to throw them off. I really think they're both going to be completely out. The problem is this is the afternoon game, so you can't bet on them. You have yeah. to put somebody in because if it turns – because they can make that decision at three, and you're screwed because there ain't nobody else. If all those guys are out, I like Debo Samuel. 
I really do. I do yeah, too. That's eleven it. targets, eight receptions, yeah. hundred twelve yards. He's been against the Seahawks. I mean, come on. Yeah, he's been stepping up. I, I like Debo Samuel. I'm cool with him. Um, I can't trust Dante Pettis. Dante Pettis is a guy just like Robbie Anderson. When it's like they were so good last year, and they they had so much potential, and it's just like you can't trust them. They in any matchup, they just don't do well. Yeah, three targets for two gooseies. Yeah, it's not what I'm looking for. Yep, nope. I think he dropped a pass from when I was watching. From what I I'm remember. pretty sure all three of them were dropped. Yeah, it was terrible. Uh, <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised. Let's get out of here. All right, you want to talk about another blowout game? It's this next one: Cincinnati Bengals versus the Oakland Raiders. Ooh. Yep, Oakland's predicted win: eighty-four point four percent to the Bengals, fifteen point four percent. Pretty measly on their end. Uh, they have lost nine games in a row. That would make them a yeah. nine. Yeah. Here's the thing, man. We were so wrong about Joe Mixon. He came back with such a vengeance. 30 carries, 114 <laughs> yards yeah. in a game that they were losing by everything. Yeah. I mean, I, I'm i sorry. I don't know what to do. And that's that's the that's the NFL for you. It's like you can try to predict it. You can try to think you know what's going on, and then they just say, "Hey, idiot, stupid idiot, moron, you don't know anything. Don't pretend like yeah. you do. You know nothing. We know yeah. everything." Um, I mean, if he continues that success, I, I I truly believe a lot of that was riding because uh they were riding on Joe Mixon because Ryan Finley was in there. I mean, you gotta. You, you you can't trust him completely with everything, right? So, um, I'm sorry I didn't see that coming before. Uh, we still don't have AJ Green in this game. Uh, Josh, uh, Josh Jacobs, God, I love this matchup for him. It's so good. And oh yeah, um, I actually I'm cool with Derek Carr in a, in a stream. Derek Carr has actually been playing pretty decent this year. Um, he's on pace to to have about 26 touchdowns. So, uh. He's, he's not bad. He's actually – they're moving their offense, everything. Uh, but these are two not uh, – these are two bad defenses. Obviously, the Bengals are worse, but um, two bad defenses. The Bengals are okay against the receivers. Uh, do we have a uh, – do we have a – so, uh, okay, never mind. Tyrell, Will, okay. Tyrell Williams, um, I like him in this matchup. Uh He's been hurt a lot, and they also have J- Zay Jones and Hunter Renfro. Um, do you have the give? Give me the give me the uh, stats from last week for all those. Guys. Give me, give me, give me the, give me the. Yeah. Hey, give me the, give me the. Just give me the stats for yeah, those okay. guys last week. I like this setup because <laughs> I don't have to like go and dig through all my stuff anymore. I can just ask you. Yeah, you're welcome. Hunter Renfro five for four for forty two. Darren Waller five for three for forty. Josh Jacobs five for three for thirty. Tyrell Williams five for three for twenty five. I don't know if you understand patterns well, but uh, that's very spread. Yeah, five 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 five. Five 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 and four for Jalen. And they Richard. played four who four last week? The Chargers. Oh man, I can just ask you anything. It's amazing. Um, <laughs> I have all the answers. I'm like Google. Yeah, I guess. But here's the thing. So the, the the reason why I wanted to bring out who they played last week was the Chargers, and they had that spread with the Chargers being 27th best against the receivers. So you're going to match up with the Bengals. I'm actually cool with Hunter Renfro, and if you want to deflect Zay Jones, 
I don't mind it. I really do like Tyrell Williams' game. Josh Jacobs is an amazing star for him. Derek Carr, if you wanna, if you don't have it a better option, I guess you can throw him in there. Um, I think I think it comes down to like, would you start Derek Carr this week, or would you start hmm, Kirk Cousins? Ooh. I don't know because again we have the issue of this is an zero and nine team, right? Like if you get up two scores, are you really gonna try that hard? So I think that's a rough one. And the Vikings are playing. Oh, the Vikings are playing my Broncos. God dang it! Yeah, I'd probably throw Kirk Cousins out there. I mean, we're pretty rock solid against the uh, running game, although Dalvin Cook will pick us apart and make me real sad. <laughs> but but even without Adam Thielen, um, Stefan Diggs, and, yeah, man. See, okay, so I'd actually I – th- I'd rather have Derek Carr this week. So that's yeah. that's cool. So I, th- I, I really think the main thing is I think you can them. go either way. Um, but the Broncos, they've been playing pretty well lately. I'm going to trust the Bengals' defense and how bad they are. So other than I agree. That, Tyler Boyd, like Tyler Boyd, Auden Tate is a good flex this week, and then obviously Waller are going to start because tight ends are a tragedy. Yeah, are we back on Joe Mixon now? I'm not I mean, crazy we... about Joe. Like say so. Okay, so say Joe Mixon. That was a good game for him to do that too against a good defense. You know, they they didn't play very yeah. well. So it it was I liked what I saw, but. You know, with Ryan Here, Finley, how about, how with Ryan, if I, if, okay. So the answer to the question, yes, only because Ryan Finley's playing. If if they brought back, uh, if br- they brought back Andy Dalton, I think they would trust him with the ball to throw more. And I just don't, I don't see how that would benefit Joe Mixon at all. Here's here's the stat that really sways me. Okay, Joe Mixon, thirty carries. Ryan Finley, thirty attempts. He's, yeah, he still had a lot of Dang, attempts, man. but they were also but down so it's much. Even thirty, it's even thirty. Thirty attempts, thirty carries, like it's a dead split. Why would you not throw it to Joe? Because now, yeah, if that's now if just that's the up. kind of volume you're getting, that's crazy. So the, the the reason why I would say yes, I want Joe Mixon is because they have Ryan Finley, and I think they're going to trust Joe Mixon more. Yeah. I think I think the only reason Ryan Finley got up to 30 is because of how far down they got in that game. Um, yeah. I think in a I regular, think if, I think in a regular game, I think that uh, probably not going to throw 30, tar- uh, 30 attempts. But the reason why is because that was such a good match. That was a bad matchup for him. He did so well, and then we're moving on to a good matchup for him where he can just carry that confidence over, and I think confidence is everything in a football player. If they have it, then they tend to start doing better. So um, I like I like him for right now. Yeah, I'm in on him. And I think you have to. I mean, you started – you drafted him so high. Last week was the week you've been waiting for all year. I think I would just – you know, trust it and see see where it yeah. goes. And now, if he doesn't, then I'm gonna say, okay, well, you just can't trust him. I don't think you start him the rest of the season. So this is literally a make or break point for me with Joe Mixon. Yeah, and well, just to throw any splits out of the way, Giovanni Bernard only four carries. So yeah, I'm in. Well, he's the I'm in. He's the he's the third down back, the passing back, and it's just not getting a lot of done. Not getting a lot done with. Uh, 
Joe Mixon getting 30 carries. So <laughs> that's nuts. Anyway, all right, let's go. All right, next we're moving on to a revenge game. That's right. It's New England Patriots versus the Philadelphia Eagles. I'm confused at how this is a revenge uh, game. Two years ago, Eagles. Yeah, two, two Super Bowls, Super Bowls ago. ago. Oh, you mean in the Super Bowl. I think I saw yes. a stat earlier saying the Eagles have won the past four out of five matchups against them. Yeah, I was about to say, it's going to be a pretty... That's crazy. I think this is going to be a pretty exciting game. The predictor scale and Las Vegas disagree with me, but I think it's still going to be a pretty exciting game. Match predictors got the I Patriots know. winning 62.7% to the Philadelphia Eagles, 37%. Over under lines forty four point five with a four point spread in favor to the New England Patriots. So the New England, I mean the Philadelphia Eagles made a couple signings this week. Uh, one was Jay Ajayi, and they brought their old receiver uh, Jordan Matthews back. So they've been uh, they've been a little. A little worried about their their, their depth here, uh, but they are so Jordan Matthews is listed as a starter. I think Jay Ajayi is going to be the, the special team. He's going to take that uh, Darren Sproles role. Um, I don't think he's going to have too much impact on Jordan Howard. Um, Jordan Howard, obviously, he's the guy in this on this team now. He's really uh, proved himself to do well. Still starting Zach Ertz, even though you know whatever he did have a great game a couple weeks ago. Um, yeah, so both these teams are on by, so all these stats are week nine. But Zach Ertz against the Bears, who suck notoriously, uh, 11 targets, nine receptions, and a touchdown for 103 yards, while Dallas Goddard, five for four for 39. They kind of put away the uh, the Dallas Goddard split, really. I mean, yeah. and especially because they had no- nothing else to throw to. Alshon Jeffrey, eight for four for 36. And I think he went – no – my, who went out? Somebody went out that game. Oh, Deshaun Jackson, one for one for five, and then he immediately went out. Yeah. So and Alshon Jeffrey is rolled out in this game too. So yes, it's gonna be. Uh, it's I think it's a great game for Zach Ertz. It's not the best matchup, but I think that the the this is gonna be a battle between Tom Brady and Carson Wentz, and whoever does better is gonna win this game. To be honest with you, I never count the Eagles out against the the, the Patriots. Um, they're like the little, they're like their kryptonite. So, um, Zach Ertz, I think it's a good game for him. Other than that, I would roll out Jordan Howard. I, it's just, it's the Patriots defense and they're just so good against the run. Um, and as far as the Patriots, cool with their main guys, Julian Ellen also throw out there. Mohamed Sanu had a great week, uh, two weeks ago. Yeah, he was which he was on a waiver wire, and he got sniped for me, so I'm a bit sad about that. <laughs> I think I I, I picked him up, and then I think I dropped him. Yeah, Sean picked him up. You monster. Who? Sean. Okay, cool. Um, yeah, I mean, the Eagles, if we look at their, their stuff, giving a lot of points up to the receivers. So, I mean, we know their secondary. They were the worst against the secondary a couple weeks ago, and now they're six. They're doing a little better, but I think this is other teams are just doing a lot worse. <laughs> the Buccaneers, for instance. Probably true. But, Probably uh, 
Yeah, not a good secondary. I think Muhammad Sanu and Julian Edelman could have just could have their way with them. So, um, yeah. Is there anybody else? Ben Watson, James no, White, any of those guys no, you're looking at? No, I'm good. Yeah, I don't disagree. No. James White, maybe, but again, he's that's the Patriots coming off a loss and they had a bye week. Who knows what Bill Belichick's going to do? Exactly. I have I have no freaking Ooh. idea. It's going to be a good so. game, and I really think that Zach Ertz. Like I said before, we'll have a great game just because he's going to soak up a lot of those targets. Yeah, all right, let's move it. on to the Chicago Bears versus the Los Angeles Rams. And I finally think the predictor scales got the Chicago Bears matched up accurately. The Rams are winning 68.2% to the Bears, 31.6%. Over under lines 40, so... It's probably the least, the lowest scoring game that's predicted. And also a 6.5 point spread towards the Los Angeles Rams. If you look at Mr. Bisky's stat line, it really doesn't look that terrible. 16, 23, 173, and three touchdowns. I feel like you're repeating yourself. I think you've said this before. Not going to lie. You think I've said Mitchell Trubisky is not as bad as I think he is? I don't think he's good. I think, no, I think Jordan looked at his I don't stats think all and was like, I, I think I don't think Mitchell Trubisky is as bad as you think, or as bad as you thought he was when you look at his stats and you look him up, look at him on the field, and it's just terrible. Yeah, I mean, it's, he's not wrong. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean, this happens a lot. Uh. No, just I'm not saying Mitchell Trubisky is good. I'm not saying he's ter- the worst. I don't think he's very good at all, to be honest with you. But I don't. I think he's catching a lot of the blame that shouldn't go his way. Um, I think they have a lot of problems in other places too, just not Mitchell Trubisky. So, um, one being their run game, but you know that's just one thing. Um, uh, this is going to be a battle of the mediocre quarterbacks. So, uh, I'd say the bad, the bad quarterbacks, the bottom tier of the starters. Yeah, well, you know, Jared Goff last year was a top quarterback, and it was, it's not. And now he's coming off a a loss of twenty two forty one two forty three and two interceptions in Pittsburgh. Now they have a better defense than anybody thought, but still, yeah. I mean, you should be able to do something. I don't know if it gets much better for, with the the Bears. You know, Robert Woods actually had a pretty decent week last week. I just don't trust Robert Woods, especially against the Bears. They're still 29th best against the receivers. I'm cool with Cooper Cup still. He had a down week, uh, but I think it's a bounce. Uh, he didn't have a down week. He had a zero no week. week. Yeah, he had a no week. Yeah, four four zero. But I think he's going to have a bounce back week this week. And you can start Allen Robinson. I'm still not crazy against uh, with Todd Gurley. I know people still start him, but I'm, I mean, I think at this point you got to go somewhere else, man. Like, dude, he had an he also had four for zero, <laughs> it through the air. Yeah, um, I didn't even realize that. Like, that's horrible. What was Twelve for seventy three, six average or six yards average to carry. I mean, that's pretty great, but this was just a bad week for the entire Rams team. I mean, they just sucked. The Pittsburgh Steelers defense just had a hold of them the whole game, so. Yeah, the Chicago Bears have been giving up some points to the runner runners, but I mean the running backs I just Todd Gurley. 
He has arthritis. I don't know. I just don't know what to do. Uh, <laughs> he has arthritis. And, I mean, on the flip side, we have the Los Angeles Rams, where their defense is actually not bad at all, uh, giving points up to any position. They're about they're they're above the best twenty in every position except for the tight end. They're sixteenth, um, but you're not starting Trey Burton, so and he's out. So there's nothing you could do. Yeah, he's out. Yeah. You can't start him. Yeah, well, I mean you can, but don't. And Gerald Everett's questionable. Not to do that. Uh, yeah, Gerald Everett did have twelve targets, but again, this is the thing about this that's so hard to read is Cooper Cup just not getting involved. They had his number the entire game, so they were cool letting anybody else do whatever they want, basically. Yeah, I, I I like Cooper Cup for a bounce back game. I but oh, if absolutely. Cooper Cup has that bounce back game, I can't I can't rely on Robert Woods. So I'm I'm yeah I'm uh being a little realistic with this. So I'm I'm bringing it back down to earth. I think they'll come back down to earth. Cooper Cup will uh take his his role back as the leading receiver on this team, and Robert Woods will take a, a back seat again. And that's it. That's it. Yeah. You can't – the defense is too bad. You can't really start too many people in this one. Yeah. It's going to be a I little agree. difficult for everyone, little boys. And that is it for your Very Sunday true. night's game. We're going Woo-hoo! to move on. Sunday night's game. To the Monday night's game. Monday night's We game. have the Ooh, Kansas City favorite. Chiefs versus Los Angeles Chargers. Predictor Scales got the Chiefs winning 73.1% to the Chargers 26.7% with a 52 over underline. That is a pretty high scoring game. This this one's in Mexico. Yeah. Is it really? It is. It is in Mexico City. So this is uh you got to look at it like Denver cuz it's all altitude. I think it's I think it's actually higher. Is it really? That's crazy. Look that up. A lot of passing. I know Mexico City's Mexico City's. Yeah, you built look on that up. Well, I tell you that the Chiefs are favored with a four point spread. Thank you much time well, to look okay, it up. I want to know what happened. Yeah, how in the world did uh Patrick Mahomes throw fifty times for four hundred and forty six yards, three touchdowns, and lose? What I want to know is how did the Los Angeles Ram uh, and the Chargers how are they four and six? <laughs> I swear they were like one no and idea. four. Like yeah, I didn't not think that long ago. Be no, I they literally much. are still in the race for the playoffs, dude. This conference is wide open still. It's crazy to me. Yeah, Oakland Raiders are only a half game back. Yeah, uh, so if they win and the Chargers win, they are in. They are number one in the division. Yeah. Um, well, the Chiefs would still be number one because they'd be six and five, but the. But the Raiders would be six and four, and they have a better conference. So Dude, this is they would be ahead. This is nuts, man. I that, Isn't that crazy. I would not have been. Yeah, this, this is it's really cool. Uh, I know we can. I know we all predicted that this is going to be one of the most competitive, uh, competitive uh, conferences. But kind of like the other way around, where like they all had like winning records, like 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 what was they were not losing a lot. But it's kind of the other way around, where like. They're losing a lot of games, and it's pretty much who can suck the less, like the the least yeah, amount. They're all, they're all hanging out at five hundred. I mean, really, they're five four. Uh, Chiefs are six four. The Chargers are four five. Denver is three six, and uh, I mean, they're just all hovering around there. It's wide open. It really is wide open. Yeah, it's cool to watch. Um, we got, of course. 
You want to do the Tyreek Hill. Demarcus Robinson had a great game last game. Um, Five for four for 56. Yeah. Uh, did he have a touchdown? He did not. Miko Hardman, Travis Kelsey, and Tyreek uh, Hill Miko all had the Hardman touchdowns. Miko had the touchdown, but he... Tyreek Hill, by the way, 19 targets. Yeah, he also had like 157 yards or something like that. 11 receptions, 157 yards, Dang, and a touchdown. On the dot. Um, Good job. Proud of you. Thanks. So... I mean, what do we do with these guys? Okay, Miko Harmon, I believe, had one for like eighty. Yards. He's one for sixty-three yeah. and one touchdown. It's not okay. Can't rely on. Can't, I made a joke and a tweet like Miko Harmon went off this week, whatever. And I was like, cool. Now we get to wait four more weeks for him to do it again. You know, like that's <laughs> it's very that's true. Miko Harmon in a nutshell. Like he only takes one to two shots a game, and he takes him to the house, and that's it. I mean, that's all you get. It's such a minimal amount of of opportunity for you. I just can't start the Miko. I can't hop on the Miko Hardman train. Uh, obviously, Tyreek Hill. Uh, I'm actually not. I'm cool with Demarcus Robinson. This is a, a, a hard game for receivers, but anytime Tyreek Hill tends to do well, Demarcus Robinson tends to get on the board. Uh, still not crazy about these running backs in Kansas City. They do have Damian Williams listed as the starter, so he will, I guess, be taking majority of the carries. What do you have as far as the carries from last week? Yeah, so he's 19 for 77, although uh, Shady was out completely last week, right. and he he is back. He, I think he had a he had the like a veteran day off this week, but I think he's not even questionable. Okay, so. If, oh, by the way, Mexico City higher than Denver. That's crazy. That is crazy, dude. Uh, Two thousand feet, by the way. Two thousand wow. feet higher. Can, can you even breathe? Yeah, it's hard to breathe in Denver. I tried walking upstairs. Do ever, was a, I don't was ever a hear those. I don't hear. I don't ever hear anybody calling out for Mexico City for sickle cell though. That's weird. Yeah, I don't think they test there. I don't know. Never been. Because every time someone goes to Denver, they're like, ah, oh, he got sickle cell, he can't play, you know? But every time they play out and I don't know, I don't know. Yeah, I'm... they never talk about it, but it's it's so much higher. Like, it's it's so much worse, and it's on, like, a huge plateau in the middle of Mexico. Huh. That's crazy. Maybe I just haven't noticed it, I'm not sure. Anyway, um, on the flip side, Los Angeles Chargers, Melvin Gordon's been stepping up. I still like Austin Eckler. Um, this is a bad Kansas City defense. I know they had their way last uh, their last game. Uh, they still lost, but I think they s- they had like six or seven sacks last week. Who the Chargers or the, the Chiefs? Yes. Uh, no, Patrick Mahomes was only sacked two no, times. No, no, no. And Ryan Hand- Ch- Oh, Ryan Tannehill. He was sacked four times. Okay. Yeah, they had four sacks. My bad. But they got they were able yeah. to get to Ryan Tannehill last week, which was crazy to me. Um, yeah, but they couldn't do anything about Derrick Henry, which is how they lost. Yeah. Um, this line only blocks for Derrick Henry, no one else. Um, That's true. Hunter Henry, good start. I'm actually cool with flexing Mike Williams this week, too. So that's uh, – and that is my – and I've never – I don't think I'll ever say that again. <laughs> yeah, that's probably true. I don't think you ever have. I don't think I ever <laughs> – Nor will you I don't ever think again. I ever will. Yeah, all right, cool. I'm into it. All right, and that is it for your Monday night's game. Who you have on by this week is the Green Bay Packers, Tennessee Titans, New York Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks. Do we want to go over week 11 Thursday night's game, Jordan? 
Oh, I'm sorry. Oh my gosh. I was on week 11 when I said that. Are we on week 11? We are on week 11. I'm sorry. Week 12. Do we want to go over week 12's Thursday night's game? You know we do. That's a good game. It's going to be a good game. It is going to be a good game. For the Texans. Revenge game. Indianapolis Colts versus the Houston Texans. And it's funny. Talk about revenge game. The predictor scale's got the Texans winning 73.2% over the Indianapolis Colts, 26.5%. Honestly, don't think that's correct. I think it's going to be a 50-50 game, to be honest with you. Um, I don't know. They just lost to the Dolphins. I don't know how confident you could be. They're not the same team they were when they played the Texans at all, especially with all these injuries. Well, with T.Y. Hilton back, I think T.Y. Hilton might be back for this game. He's got a calf injury, so he might. He was doubtful. And, He's and doubtful he, for is, week eleven. I think he might be back for week twelve. No, he is out for week eleven. He and Paris Campbell both. But yep. this is his second, or th- it might even be his. I think it's his third. Yeah, it's his third out. week out. Yeah. So I mean, going into four weeks out for a calf injury, going on Thursday. It's I mean, it's a short week to turn around, but. Um, that very well could be the thought behind both of them, Paris Campbell and T.Y. Hilton. Is let's, yeah, let's not risk it now because we we got to get to Thursday. It's not like yeah. Got Here's the thing: if T.Y. Hilton rest. plays, they have a better chance. I don't think they're going to win. They do have the better chance though. T.Y. Hilton just shreds the Texans. I mean, we talk about this every time they play. Um, it it just doesn't do, it doesn't bode well for the Texans if T.Y. Hilton plays. Um, Marlon Mack, he has the volume. I think you have to start him. He's just not – I don't think he's going to get a lot done on the ground. The Texans just don't really give up points to the running backs. Um, I am actually cool with starting uh, – uh, never mind. Uh, no, I'm sorry. Yes, Darren Fells. I like. I actually like Darren Fells in this game. Um, the, Bron- uh, the Indianapolis Colts are 13th worst against the tight ends. And Darren Fells seems to play uh, – they, they – he plays well in the red zone. They look to him at the red zone. Um, they should have most of their players back going into this game on defense and on offense as far as the offensive line. I think just how the Colts are going to have a completely different team, I think the Houston Texans will too. Uh, I think they're going to be pretty healthy, and you can start most of their guys. Uh, I'm not going to go crazy about the running backs in this game. Um, I do like DeAndre Hopkins and Will Fuller, obviously Deshaun Jackson, and then T.Y. Hilton. Um we is there Deshaun Jackson? Deshaun Watson, my bad. Is uh, <laughs> is uh, we didn't get to talk about the. Well, I'll talk about it in a minute, but um, yeah, T. Watson's gonna have a great game if uh, Paris Campbell comes back and plays. He may have a good game too. If not, then I still I'm okay with Zach Pascal too. Yeah, I say Zach Pascal unless either of those guys are back. Right, um, and that's it. And that's, that's it, it for, me. for yeah. all your starts and sits. Let's move on to who we picked up off the waiver wire this week. Ben, why don't you start off with who you picked up off the waiver wire? Why does Ben go first? All right, Jordan, why, do you, why don't you go first uh-huh. then? Since you want to be a baby I about it. To, I, <laughs> I want Ben to go yeah, first. Yeah, okay. That's what I thought. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Um, I'm just kidding. No, what I was going to say, when I don't, I, we, I, they're on buy, so we didn't really get to talk about them. Uh, was the the Giants. So last week, um, I had a thought, 
And I was doing some research on it. And I thought I should have said it. And I kind of just scratched it from the book. And I, I decided not to say it because I thought it was going to be too bold. And I don't want to look like a complete idiot. But um, Darius Slayton last week had a very 14 targets, yes, 10 receptions, 121 nice yards. Two touches. And I almost made him – I should have made him a my start of the week. I almost made him a start of the week last week, and I decided against it at the last second. But if all those guys are sitting out, if Sterling Shepard's not going to play, Evan Ingram's not going to play, I mean, he's going to be he's going to be the guy on that team that uh, and we uh, that uh, uh, Danny Dimes is going to look at. And we've seen that they've had a connection. I would go pick him up. Yeah, I agree. I would if you don't have anybody else right now, I would pick him up and keep him. Um, and and as long as no none of those guys are coming into the game, and it's a pretty decent matchup. Um, I know it was a pretty good matchup last week because it was the New York New York game, but he's a couple weeks ago they did play the uh, the Lions, and he he had a pretty good he had a pretty good outing against them too. So in good matchup, he does play well, and I, so. I'd be all right Sorry, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut you off, but to look ahead for New York, they're playing Bears, great matchup, Packers, Eagles, meh, but then Dolphins, Redskins in the playoffs. So if you're making a run, I mean he is not a bad guy to hold on to, yeah. especially for the Dolphin game, obviously, and the Redskin game. Yeah, and it's kind of like that holding on. I don't, I don't, I wouldn't be too crazy against with him and the Bears and everything like that, but. Obviously, the Dolphins and the Redskins, that's that's a good matchup for him. Then who else did you pick up? Did you pick him up or you just I, I didn't I didn't pick him up. I just said that that would be a nice pickup. I picked up Brian Hill, um, and I also oh, yeah. picked up – did I pick up anybody else? I don't think I did. I think I said I just picked up Brian right. Hill. <laughs> Is it my turn now? Yeah, I think it is your turn. Ben, go ahead and tell us who you picked up off the wire. Right. So I picked up Curtis Samuel and uh, Jimmy G off the waiver wire this week. Jimmy G uh, playing Arizona. They're the third. They're the worst. They're the worst against giving up points to the quarterback. Um, Arizona and my other quarterback is Kyler Murray. So, ah, well, <laughs> not throwing him out there. So, you're not. Who Kyler Murray? Heck no, bro. Why you get so much on the ground? Oh, whatever. Whatever. Yeah, I'm not interested. Uh, Kyler Murray, if he is, they're the second best. So we're talking about the worst and the best defenses. I'm going to take the guy who's playing against the worst. I think that's just common sense. Oh, I picked up Jack Doyle. Sorry, I also picked up Jack Doyle this week. Oh, thanks for cutting me off. Yeah, I appreciate you. No problem. <laughs> Thanks. And then uh, Curtis Samuel as well, but we talked about him earlier. Is, uh, Adam. is that it? Yeah, that's okay. my, that's it for me. Um, what about you? I have a pretty uh, hefty matchup because Brian likes to go all in or all out against me for some f- or some reason. I'm sorry. I'm about to edit that. Wow. <laughs> I'm, I'm we did so <laughs> well, so dude. <laughs> we did so well. I stopped myself so many times. I'm, oh, I'm man, I was doing so on. good. Let's, let's see. 
Write it down. I am definitely going down. to. Write it I was down. Doing so well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so upset though, man. Like he, he wasn't. Uh, he wasn't doing like that great until he saw me like just going to mop the floor with him. He's like, you know what? I can't let this guy beat me. We're always we're rivals against each other in fantasy. I don't understand it. Um. It, Probably Our standings right now are so crazy. Dude, this is one of the most competitive le- years we've ever had. Anyways. It's so insane. Uh, Literally everybody's five and five. <laughs> Except and for our, me. Dude, our I'm point seven differential. Seven and three. Seven and four, I think. Yeah. Our point differential from Adam to Adam, who's in first place, to Milo, who's in last place, is only like yeah, 200 crazy, points. Dude. It's been a crazy Not year. Not even that. For the it's entire like 160. Yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's something. He's at 1293 and Milo's at 1068. So, so about the third person in our league has almost the same amount of points as Adam. So, yeah, our guys, dude, Birdo's lost five in a row. He went four and one. He's four and six now. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see. Poor I guy. picked yeah. up Derek Carr because, of course, they're playing Cincinnati. Good pickup. Did you do no, it while we were no, talking? No, no, no. We're not there, I, so we I can't check been you. I have picking up anybody while we. I picked everybody up before Wednesday, and then Wednesday I got them. Are they going to start Jameis Winston? Uh, I would. Yeah, oh, he's I your boy. Would have if I didn't get Derek Carr. <laughs> Yikes, man. Yeah. Yikes. Um, let's see who else did I pick? I picked up the Oakland Raiders defense. I'm sure. I'm still not. This is. I was going to ask you guys. Who do you think I should? P- Play the Oakland Raiders defense or the Minnesota's defense? Minnesota that's against Denver. Thinking. Yeah, that's what I do. I mean, honestly, they're easy. not that bad. It's just Minnesota has a way better defense than the Raiders. And then, yeah, that's yeah. what I was thinking as well. And uh, then I was also thinking, or I was also going to try to pick up Muhammad. Uh, Man, I for- yeah, Sanu. Sanu. I forgot his last name. I was going to say Sony. I was like, that's not right. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad Sony, the heir to the Sony fortune. Monu, I call him Manu. Anyways, yeah, Manu? Yeah, I lost him to Sean, so he was going to be my uh, my flex position. My flex position, but instead I put Adrian Peter- Peterson in my flex position. Um, I actually picked him up and dropped him. I should have probably kept him. Definitely should have kept him. Whatever, I don't whatever. care. Just, uh, just whatever. That is, uh, and that's Such all I picked up off the waiver wire for sure. I still have Antonio Brown on my on my waiver wire. <laughs> oh my god! I should have started Jalen Samuels this week, and I did, and I started Nick Chubb. Uh, but no one would ever. Should... No one would make that switch. You naturally wouldn't do that. That's stupid. <laughs> But it wasn't. That's the thing. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Are indeed. we done here? We are done here. If you are a first-time listener or an old-school listener, thank you very much for tuning into our podcast. Special shout-out to you. We greatly appreciate it. We greatly appreciate you being our guinea pigs to, our, to a very new episode where we just combined everything into one. I think we did a fairly good job here. We're only in a, an hour and a half, guys. Not bad. Shut up. I think that went well. It's fine. I heard shut up and it went well. You so. 
<laughs> overall, good feedback. Overall, okay. I don't know. I'm, I'm split ends here. Okay. There's a lot to, lot to talk about. But if you yeah. like what you hear, you can support us <laughs> by giving like what you hear. a dollar a day. Or not a dollar a day. That'd be crazy. A dollar a month. That's it. A month. Less than a cup of coffee. Why are we asking for a I mean, we're not adding, we're not putting in ads, right? So we might as well ask for... A dollar seems like too desperate. We should ask for five. Okay. If you want to give five bucks to us, you can. A month? I really advise not to because you're subscribing to Netflix, Hulu, Disney Plus now. And all of all of the subscription channels. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> did he do it again? Yeah, he did. did he do it yeah, again? He did it again. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Write it down! <laughs> I've been such a good boy lately. Anyways, we're just asking a d- for a dollar a month just to get us up and going. That's cool. Don't want to support us. That's cool as well, I guess. Set don't don't, don't be passive-aggressive about it. <laughs> <laughs> Just say it and move. I on. guess I should. That's I guess I, I guess that's why I get passive aggressive about it because I don't move on from it, right? Anyways, you can catch us on Anchor, yeah. Breaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, The Goodness, whatever platform you prefer. We will be on, except for SoundCloud because we're not broke rappers. Anyways, and Pandora okay. because Never they don't sold. add podcasts on there as well. Oh, guys, we hit 3,000. <coughs> That's cool. <coughs> Pandora. Anyways, um, is there anything else you guys what would like happened? to add? Mm, yeah. You're an idiot. Good one. You're oh, an wow. idiot. You're an idiot. I'm an idiot. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm an You're idiot. You're an idiot. You're an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this has been the Hail Mary Fantasy Football Podcast with Jordan Sanders and Ben Simpson. Jordan Sanders and Ben Simpson. I've been your host, Adam Sanders. If you don't quit. Say goodbye, (laughs) fellas, except for Jordan. Just say goodbye, Ben. Jordan can be left out because he's being an a Goodbye, Ben. Ben. Goodbye, Ben. (laughs) Goodbye, Ben. (laughs) All right, this is Jordan. (laughs) This is Jordan. Peace out. Bye-bye.